0: we one of those days
1: today, unfortunately. Fair enough, yeah. I just yeah. took a shower right before because I was like, hair's looking a little bit greasy. I'm just going to go. go grab yeah, a
0: quick I'm, 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 I'm currently in that same boat where it's like, it's not that it's greasy, it's I washed it. So when I wash it, it gets really fluffy because I have really thick hair. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like got a big mushroom on my head. So, uh, yeah, welcome to what, episode 68? 68, yeah. 68 of the cows. Come, oh, man. I can't believe we go from this to 70 straight away. It's, gonna yeah, it's be great. weird, isn't it? Like It's, numbers, it's weird, I was it? no... Well, there's no number between sixty-eight and uh, seventy. Very anyway, same. yeah, to the uh, to the people watching on video right now, um, uh, the Q and A portion comes at the end of the podcast. And for the people listening to this, um, you, if you want to join in the Q and A, you're going to watch the stream live on Wednesdays at about <laughs> seven PM Greenwich Meridian time. And uh, Lucas, I'm not sure about you, but before I start my stream, I'll have a little bit of music on at the start. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I all-
1: I leave it nice and blank, just like it's a bit. Bit stilted, just having a, a blank screen with no yeah. music. But at the same time, I don't like any of that DMCA nonsense.
0: No, neither do I. So I was hoping,
1: you know, because like, Paul one out for Daft Punk. Daft Punk
0: uh, broke up after 28 years in the music industry this week. I know I got told about it about two <laughs> dozen times, but I thought it'd be nice to play some Daft... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's Daft Punk. I thought, well, hang on. Surely I could find a cover of a Daft Punk song. And I go and have a look. I, thought, I know some eight-bit stuff. We talk about video games. And I go and I find yeah. a guy who does like eight-bit covers. Oh, he does eight-bit covers of Daft Punk. Do not use my music without permission. So, fair enough. You put a lot of work into making that. Fuck it, Gangplank Galleon. The guy who, <laughs> the guy who composed that don't give a shit. Yeah. He's not going to track me down. And Lucas, you mentioned there DMCA. So what's all that about?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, I, th- I think most people know all the copyright stuff that goes on in the internet now. We're basically just do not use our music. Yeah. Um, And it's normally like, not necessarily the artists themselves, but the record companies and labels behind those artists going, if you use the music that we own, we're going to fucking come for you and take all of the 20p that you make off your YouTube video. Yeah, and it
0: gets real, real rough sometimes. And I don't think anything sums it up more than the fact that, Twitch themselves muted a live Metallica <laughs> concert because Metallica,
1: you can't have that playing, nope. and
0: they muted a Metallica in the same way that we do.
1: Yeah, so uh, it was a BlizzCon, I believe, and they had a live Metallica performance, which, you know, fair play to Blizzard, like, that's a pretty big pull. And obviously, every single person streaming it on Twitch... Immediately they had to be oh oh oh, oh crap you yeah, like stop streaming and
0: then that's fair enough yeah because obviously I like, you are at that point technically using their music without permission we think Joe probably did have permission to play Metallica's music fucking Twitch considering they <laughs> were yeah. streaming live on Twitch no even Twitch themselves uh, muted the audio from Metallica and I would love to be a fly on the wall trying to explain that to James Hetfield yeah when he asks so how many people watch the stream it's like um about 40 percent of you watching it immediately turned off the moment you started What? why <laughs> oh because they didn't want to get copyright claim what do you mean copyright claim for playing your music without... yeah well we hate that yeah metallica famously hates people playing their music without permission it says but we were playing a concert and in their head they probably think of it's the same way I like saw like filming on their phone so like they yes. don't really give a shit yeah. about that it's like you're not going to upload that and then someone's gonna listen to
1: that instead of buying the album but, but yeah, f- it's oh god, it's bad, isn't it? Like Twitch themselves, as you say, have to hit the panic button and play some weird, like eight-bit dreamscape music over the Metallica concert, which was yeah. really jarring.
0: As well, it was it was basically avant-garde. It was yeah. the accidental <laughs> creation of high art. Just seeing Metallica thrashing the fuck out of the, you know, their, their set. They're just saying, do, 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 <laughs> over the top. And then you find out because it's because of, like, you know, just corporate shenanigans. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And, uh, like, Metallica are, like, apparently really notorious for this. And yeah, they are they sue a Naps, big don't. reason. They sued Napster, you say? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the I early... saw people just go in. Well, fuck Metallica, because all of this is their fault anyway. Yeah, pretty much. it's like, yeah, okay. Well, that's coming back to bite them in the arse, isn't it? And this is something
0: that me and you have experienced personally, haven't we? Because I've not, uh, I've released a couple of, like, fact finding videos. Or I guess we have. You know, we all work on the channel. Mm -hmm. There's been a couple of fact finding videos that have been taken down and or just received copyright strikes for playing copyrighted music, even just as little as, like, a five-second clip.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, And the one that I remember was, like, obviously putting the immigrant song in. Yeah. For that Thor Ragnarok clip. And it's like, ah, nope, gone. Immediately, yeah. And then yeah. Nisha had to edit it in such a way where it cut the clip out
0: and then fucked the audio up. We're completely ruining the point of putting the clip in. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> something else we've experienced is because we thought, oh, yeah, you can't play copyright music anymore. That's mm. fair enough. So we thought we had a solution to that in the form of covers, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we did. And like we stream a lot. And uh, generally, both of us came to a similar conclusion of, what we should do is do like metal video game covers for background music, because like video game music by itself is
0: really just good background music by design. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literal background music. <laughs> yeah. But we both like our like you know our rock and roll, our heavy metal. So we thought let's find yeah. metal covers. Yeah, and it just keeps like keeps the stream a bit hype, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and we both like uh, separately discovered something specifically <laughs> about video game metal covers, that there is a James Hetfield of the video game metal cover world There is Richard A.B.
1: Yeah, a. B. yeah I, sorry, I spoke over that a little bit. Richard A.B., like, mm-hmm. please fucking stop. Or whoever is your production company or whatever, stop. Because you are claiming that other people's music that you covered is your fucking own. Yeah, so to clarify,
0: uh, for people who may not know, like Richard A.B. is a very, very talented... Like That's the one thing I'm getting, He's a fucking phenomenal guitarist yeah. slash musician. Really is. Uh, who does primarily video game covers of music. Mm-hmm. And you can find all his stuff on Spotify, on YouTube, all, that, all those places. And um, he is... like His music is often part of these video game metal co- like playlists that are like hundreds and hundreds of songs long. The problem yeah. is, as you mentioned, for some reason, just he, more than anyone, if you upload a video to YouTube, like this stream right now, and it happens Mm -hmm. to have one of his songs in it, that entire two, three, four hour stream will be demonetized, and he'll claim the money. Or whatever production company he has will claim the money.
1: And he's the only one. Uh, There's a couple of times where I've had it like, oh, one song from an artist has come up out of these eight on the playlist that was played, but he's the one person where every single song... All of his that gets played, including ones that he, like, stars on other people's tracks. Yeah. Is like, all of them, anytime he's a contributing artist, get copyright struck. Immediately. To the mm-hmm. point where, like, and when it's got a copyright strike, the only
0: option is you either mute that section of the stream. Yes. Cut it out. Or just let him claim the money for it. And I'm saying him because he must have something to do with like, presumably he's an independent dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would it's imagine
0: that. so. Uh, he's he's not like in a fucking band or anything like. He's not like Metallica where you can mm-hmm. like point to a, their like you know production company. It's like yeah. he is a dude on YouTube who presumably just like has a company that he works for or founded or something. And it's baffling to think. Yeah, so you it get it if it's like a Metallica track. It's, like, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, Metallica track. It's like yeah, imagine, you like, wrote
1: that music. You know you uh, you can argue like free uh, fair use and like. Um, transformative art and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. You can have arguments about it, but at the end it of the is day, their song. They created that piece of music.
0: Yeah, it's their song.
1: Yeah, and like
0: it. Well, like if, at the same time, if I was in the background, I had a cover of a Metallica song, and the person who
1: did that cover was like, "No, fuck you, give me my cut," <laughs> I'd be a bit pissed off. It's like fair enough. That money might not be mine, but it, it doesn't belong to you, middleman. It belongs to Metallica. Yeah,
0: it's like, um, because if you're going to argue that your cover was transformative enough to avoid being sued by the original copyright holder, I'm going to argue the same fucking thing with yeah, my gameplay. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? it really the fact is. that there's just one dude that we both, like, as I said, independently discovered does this and then simul- and then bitched about out loud and went, wait, is
1: it this guy? And you're like, yeah, yeah
0: it's that guy.
1: Because we were both just streaming and I went, oh yeah, I had to make my own metal video game covers like playlist that was friendly for uploads because this one guy keeps claiming it and you're like is it fucking Richard A.B. it's like oh yeah it's like it's just weird to think isn't it it really is like one
0: dude who does it and I'd love to know the backstory to it
1: yeah I just want to have a a conversation with the guy
0: and just find out what's going on with that because it's as I said, like, there is an argument to be made for fair use and what at what point something becomes transformative. And mm-hmm. arguing whether or not is Twitch gameplay transformative, I'd argue it is, but then you can say, well, the music in the background, you don't actually need that. You're not yeah. adding anything to that. You're just putting it there for your own sense of comfort because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but playing video games for four and a half hours, if it did, if I was listening to the in-game track, I'd get fucking bored very quickly. Most
1: of the time, yes.
0: So, like background music does help, and I'm already starting to get sick of like the non-copyright music I have found for the background. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, uh, yeah, it's like that thing, isn't it? Of as you as you said, if your version is transformative, then mine is too, because we are adding like commentary and gameplay, and having the music as like a supplementary thing in the background. It's not the reason that people watch our streams. But at the same time, as well, if you want to claim some of the money, don't claim all of it. It's like, come on, we're I mean, trying to that ends meet too. surely a, a thing on YouTube, is it? Yeah. Of like, if you claim something within a, a video, you're claiming all of the video naturally. Yeah,
0: um, and I, I do think that the absolute worst example of that we've encountered on the channel so far is uh, for one year um, mm. over Christmas when me and Brad were just working, the channel had just started and we didn't really have the uh, the means to create like a backlog. Right over yeah. Christmas when we had like a two week lull, I recorded um, myself watching uh, RoboCop. I did a commentary track for RoboCop.
1: Oh right, okay, yeah.
0: Like, there is no, and we do not use any of RoboCop in that commentary track. It's just a two and a, like, I think an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes if it's the special edition. Right, um, just static image of RoboCop the film, of mm. me talking over the film and then you listen alongside the commentary track of me like just telling you all, all the facts that i know about the film oh okay uh, but yes. to help people sync it up brad puts in three silent seconds of the logo that flashes up at the stats so not even the film just the logo for the production company which no longer exists for the entire time that video has been up it was copyright struck because what? it just says robocop full film commentary and i was always too scared to yeah. uh, counter out that claim. And I recently did, and it went through in a day. <laughs> but while it was going through, they held the money it earned for that one day in escrow. For that two years, whatever fucking shit company was claiming it, because the company that made Robocop went bust and someone else bought the rights, Right. Yeah. have been earning all the money off that video. And it's like an hour and a half, and it is the most like open, shut case of fair use, because one, I'm not using any of the content. Yeah, and yeah. two, it's literally one of like the defined reasons for fair use, which is commentary.
1: Oh God, and that's the weird thing, isn't it? Of like, there is zero repercussions on their end for doing that. Yeah, they just they got we own this. YouTube goes, all right then, I guess that I'll just take that statement to be true. I'll give you all the money, and then yeah, two years later, someone goes, no no no, I've had enough of this and you get nothing out of it. Yeah,
0: they got two years basically of just earning all the money that that video made. Yeah. And the, all the risk was on my part because I'm the one who had to risk the entire channel, which obviously at the time that video went up, like it was just starting to grow and I was really scared to mm-hmm. do that. And just one day I was just going through, I think like a couple a week or so ago, yeah, just yeah. going through the channels like, oh, let's have a look. Which ones have actually got copyright strikes that have not been taken down? Mm-hmm. And I looked at them and that was one so like, fuck that. Because people were sending me messages saying, I'm trying to watch your commentary track. There's an ad in the middle of it. <sighs> because obviously now it's owned by someone else. They put ads in the middle. And if you're yeah. watching it as a commentary track you get an ad like an hour and a half in, then you've got to pause the, like the, you skip the ad, but then you're like five seconds behind on the commentary track. There's no way you're going to sync it back up, is there?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I might as well remove it now unless I can like, you know, get... The copyright claim taken off it, and it went down in a
1: day. A day, <laughs> fucking hell. And um, well, like, I don't know about you, but like, I find this idea uh, interesting. Of like, oh yeah, getting someone to do a commentary on top of watching a film, and a lot mm-hmm. of creators now have started. Um, like, I've seen a lot of you know movie writers and directors and stuff go, I will do like a watch party on yeah, Twitch. Watch them all where like you know i saw that james gunn did it a while ago with the guardians movies and it was just like yeah i will like sync up the movie with you all at the start and i will watch the movie and just give you all like directors commentary and i thought it was really cool
0: and you know the only reason he can't put it on screen is because even though he works for fucking disney they'd still send a copyright strike to his fucking uh, channel yeah yeah but i think it's realistic like, it, it's cool but, it's fair. but yeah realistically
1: I, you should be able to put it on screen Yeah, you should be able to put it on screen as somebody who's, like, actively part of the production. He's a fucking director trying to get people interested in that product and hype up, like, you know, the Volume 3 or whatever they want to call it. Mm. And, um, yeah, just, like, you know, provide something for the fan base. And I think it's a really cool thing to do because, obviously, it's director's commentary but with live Q&A as well.
0: Yeah, it's, like, it's the most, um, uh, like, Behind the scenes, behind the scenes, you can get like you are yeah. sat there with the director, watching them explain like what went into the creative process, mm-hmm. and like that's I think gonna be the only way I'm gonna watch the Snyder Cup. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to watch it unless I can have Zack Snyder explaining every decision to me.
1: I mean, either that or like I was thinking in my head, I refuse to watch it without a few drunk friends.
0: Yeah, but I, was, I want yeah. Zack Snyder explaining everything on screen. So you've seen like what came out. <laughs> Like, I know there's like there's been reveal after reveal after reveal. but have you seen the very very latest thing that came out about it. There's a new picture of the Joker. Uh,
1: I saw the trailer with the Joker in and the picture that he put just before that trailer.
0: No, it was a new picture and it's the oh. Joker and he's got like the wreath of thorns on his head and he's doing like oh. the Jesus pose. Oh. But, you know because Zack Snyder's a fucking hack. But well, uh, oh but what God. else was a Jesus metaphor, Lucas? It was fucking Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's everyone's Jesus now I know we are, we are like Jesus.
1: speaking of Superman I've seen yeah. a clip of the new Superman and Lois no Clark and Lois or Superman and Lois Clark and Lois uh, Clark and Lois Clark like that, and, yeah. Lois. and immediately think. that Superman is more endearing than Zack Snyder's like within yeah. one scene that I saw for 20 seconds
0: yeah this this one 20-30 second long clip is like Superman is a better version of the character <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man, it's it's brilliant because like you know that Zack Snyder's so fucking salty because in that same interview where he revealed that picture, he talked about how oh so you getting any money for this now? I turned down all money that I was offered to maintain 100% creative control over my vision. So that's what he's got, done when he's got 100% creative control and it's still shit. Yeah, it's, he's had unlimited budget, unlimited creative freedom, gets access to every actor they have unprecedented <laughs> control and he still makes something that looks shit.
1: Yeah, and I, I still find it so hilarious that there's people out there go see, we were right, the Snyder Cut existed. It's like, how?
0: Oh. Oh, and like I said, I want to watch it with his commentary because he is, he's like the, uh, if cinema scenes got to direct a film. Like he's yeah. He's a fucking yeah. moron. And one of my uh, favourite things, that you, because you know behind the scenes he's really mad, that he can't get people hype for this movie. <laughs> uh, because just as of, like, what, 20 minutes ago, uh, there was a single uh, the trailer, I guess, for the new Spider-Man
1: movie coming oh, out. Oh, the name announcement, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, the name announcement for Spider-Man has gotten more traction online in less than a day than everything revealed about the Snyder cut has in a year. That's the name of, like people are more excited for the name of the movie than they are for this 4 hour
1: epic. Yeah, and to clarify, I'm excited about the name of the movie. Um it was Oh yeah. no way home, wasn't it? Did you not see what they were doing then? Oh they cuz they did this morning where like Tom Holland put out like phone home, didn't he? Yeah, but did you see who else t- uh, put a message out about it? Uh, I thought it was, was it just the three like main actors?
0: Oh, I I thought like Tobe Maguire was putting him one out as well. Oh, was was he? I think people were talking about Tobey Maguire. I, well, maybe I got the wrong end of the stick. So I saw the three headlines. I thought one of them was Tobe Maguire.
1: Let me let me double check. But I believe it was like um, was the it the main actors, actors. like th- MJ and Ned?
0: Ah, okay. I must have got, like, lost in the source because I saw that Toad Maguire was trending and I saw that image and just, like, put two and two together. So that's my ah, bad. Ah, okay. That's me, that's me making a way hyper announcement in my head. Because <laughs> I would love it if Todd Maguire was in the... Like, if he's just there in the background, like, yeah, whatever. Because you know that's going to break the internet. Oh, yeah. If, if that happened, I would lose my fucking shit. All he needs to do is just, like, rock up and just be like, Peter time.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Apparently, um the announcement, yeah, they were lead by announced being teased by the lead stars Tom Holland, and and Jacob Battle. Oh, man.
0: That's that's me reading Wait, that's me making my own step. I jumped to a conclusion. I did yeah. that
1: typical YouTuber thing. At least I didn't make a video about it though. That's the <laughs> important thing. Because that's people going like, oh well Spider-Man 3's trending. That let's get Toby Maguire trending. Ah uh, okay. That's my like bad, or then. like people go, oh, I can't wait to see Toby Maguire in this, blah blah blah. Well, Similar to is- how like Pokemon Day happened and then Gen and... Four remakes and Sinner were trending, and it's like, no one oh, cool! Anything. They
0: announced the remake now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that was,
0: that was me getting way too hype for my own good, and that's why I <laughs> try to avoid hype. But it's difficult to avoid hype with Spider Man specifically.
1: It really is because we, we both f- love
0: Spider Man. I fucking love Spider Man, yes. And I don't want to talk too much about Marvel because, like, you know, currently ongoing is like one of the probably like the biggest story arcs um for a while so yeah. let's avoid that because the show's not like one division and stuff's not even finished airing yet exactly and move swiftly on to your
1: week lucas what have you been up to um well i mean I, I the premise is always well i haven't been up to much because we're still in the fucking lockdown but we've got uh, some light at the end of the tunnel though. there there is there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel like they've announced a more tentative plans but you know the last few times they've announced it, they've fucked up everything and they it hasn't gone the way that they've planned so I don't take anything they say uh, very seriously anymore because no. every time they've gone like yeah this will be happening and we'll sort it out in a few months so then it gets more fucked up along the line so uh, yeah go back to my week though like, you know uh, been doing some editing I've been playing some more Jedi Fallen Order because uh, I started bad. jumping back into that. It's, it's rough in it on Xbox. Uh it's real rough. The performance is very bad. And like the only the only reason I've stuck with the game is because A, it's Star Wars, you know, we all have a bit of affinity for Star Wars. And B, people keep telling me like yeah, but the game is good. And it's like, why do so many people say this game is so good? And I was about a third of the way through the game from the looks of it, but when I dropped off, and I'm like. I need to finish this game to see what people are talking about.
0: Yeah, I got um, like three or four hours into it and just completely dropped off because every single time I died, being confronted with a minute-long loading screen, it's like fuck this. Like this is in, like this is all in um, um, just uh, pursue obviously this really bad story so far with an unlikable protagonist, a um, really ugly protagonist as well. Like, every like character design in that game is just obnoxiously ugly.
1: Yeah. Um, they
0: just look really bad. Like the just look of the game is shit.
1: The game looks really, really bad. The game looks like it was trying way too hard. And to then, be a graphical like
0: masterpiece.
1: Yeah, to to look good, but the the character models all look bad. The Wookiees, especially like that. The Wookiee's worthy. Um, and then you've
0: got like that lady um who's supposed to like your back up and like they did her so dirty.
1: Yeah, they did. Like, yeah, her, she
0: looks fucking. She looks like a monster. <laughs>
1: like she doesn't look like she has eyelids. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they all the have this moment. weird sheen to them, and like the the protagonist is just so bland. Like it's Star Wars, and you had to make the protagonist just boring white man again. Yeah, it's like there's a po- endless possibilities in Star Wars theoretically, and yeah, it's yeah. always about a fucking boring white man. Because that happened to me where I played like the first couple hours of the game. My
0: girlfriend walked in on me playing it. Yeah. And she went, oh, is that your character? And I went, yeah. And she went, why does he look so shit? Why would you make him look so boring? And I went, no, that's just what the character looks like. And she went, no, he looks so bad. <laughs> she thought I'd made a bad looking character on purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like, I just skipped through the customization and just made a default character and didn't give a shit. It was mm-hmm. like, no, that's what the character looks like. And she went, no. And then she Googled the actor and went, the actor's like really handsome. Why yeah, did he, he make him look so shit?
1: yeah and it's weird because he, he has like a hint of a look about him but he doesn't actually look like the actor the, that the, looks a lot more handsome yeah and it's
0: just god I just dropped off that game straight away like the first time I died and got through with a minute long loading screen and I died because I went to jump and grab a ledge and the character just went <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know that thing where it's like oh you jump to grab and you jump and he just goes and just gra- like grabs nothing and falls to his death it's like oh cool a minute long load screen awesome
1: yeah, and that happens quite a lot with minute long load screens. And I found to just get to the point where I was playing podcasts, watching it, just having my phone playing a podcast, so that when a cutscene does come up once every hour, I'll pause it for 30 seconds. But I was just like, man, like this game looks bad. It loads really poorly. It's got a ton of bugs. Like the technical side of it is just really bad. And yeah. the the force powers that you start with are almost non-existent and I am starting to get to a point where combat is quite fun now that I'm like 10 hours in and I've got yeah. a bunch of more powers and a bit more force to use but how does it take that long it i just completely fell
0: off like when it's like oh cool I can unlock some new abilities and my ability is to swing my lightsaber one extra time it's like <laughs> fuck off like where is like keep in mind what was anakin and Obi-Wan doing in the prequels. Where's that game? Yeah. Where's the game where I can just recreate the battle on Mustafar? <laughs> just a whoa, 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 whoa. It's the fucking party rave cave, man.
1: Like, where are oh,
0: just the like infinite backflips? Come on. Like, it is established in canon that that's how like, Jedi's fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, just... like and I don't get why it takes so much effort to swing a fucking lightsaber. Yeah, because he, the...
1: he swings it... Like it's a fucking heavy sword from a Dark Souls game, and yeah. it's clearly what it's inspired by Dark Souls. But yeah, like why does he swing a a sword made of like essentially light? It weighs half a pound. Yeah, yeah. He, he should be swinging it around his head like whoa, and he's like, oh, oh. yeah. He,
0: he swings it so slowly. And obviously, the idea is it's supposed to be a Dark Souls game, but that doesn't really the play style doesn't translate to the Star Wars universe, and that goes all mm. the way back to the original trilogy where um, George Lucas told them to swing the lightsabers like they were heavy. Oh, God. Because he wanted it to be reminiscent of, like,
1: sword battles in, like, um uh, uh, an old uh, pulp film. Yeah, because so he was clearly inspired by, like, Samurai movies and what? Wild West and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah,
0: so he told them to pretend that the lightsabers were heavy, and then he told the actors in the prequels that lightsabers don't weigh anything. <laughs> so you can swing around some it's, like, it's Almost like George Lucas was a fucking hack and doesn't know what he was doing. But it's like, I don't get when I saw like he swings his lightsabers, I've got to apply for planning permission to press X. So <laughs> like, this thing weighs nothing and cuts through everything, and I'm supposedly been trained by one of the baddest motherfuckers in the galaxy. I should be this should be like butter.
1: Yeah. And it's quite annoying because I just had a scene where they show um Cowl's like Master in combat. And he's really badass, and I'm like, god damn it, why can't I play as that guy? He sounds
0: I wish I could play as a cool alien in this like <laughs> universe full of cool aliens.
1: Oh, instead we just get another white dude. It's like, now, where's my like character action game, man? I don't even know what a Twilek is, I can't remember. The ones with like the
0: head penises. Oh, and so like Alo. Like, uh no I think so. And then you've got like, Ashoka is not a Twi'lek, he's something else, but one of those. Because you yeah, know okay, yeah. all the bullshit they do with Cal. You can clearly tell. The only reason he wears a poncho is to show off like the poncho tech,
1: but then the game runs terribly, and like yeah. the poncho just makes it run even worse. And
0: then you got like Lara Croft, where they had like what months spent on the like, the, the ponytail tech. Yes, like, yeah. A lot of games where they try to show them off as like graphical, like showcases. They always put in like, that one thing to show yeah. off. Like with Tomb Raider, it was the Lara Croft ponytail, and mm. they put like a dozen animations in that were unique for different situations for Lara Croft with a ponytail. <laughs> uh, to the point where, on the PC version, you can actually turn off
1: ponytail physics because they slow down slow uh, bad PCs. Yeah, because that was one big PC update when they released it there of like, oh, you can get physics. even better hair physics. Yeah, you can turn then, it off because oh. it's so taxing on the system <laughs> yeah.
0: that slow PCs can't run it. And if you turn it off, her hair's just constantly windmilling at all times. <laughs> like, And I'm thinking like, why do they they not make a Star Wars game with the Twi'leks? Or, like, the, I don't know what, like, Ashoka's race is. Yeah. And then put all your money into, like, that hair, the weird, like, hair appendages they have, put it into that. Put all of your animation budget into figuring out well, that shit.
1: Realistically, you wouldn't need to, because it's just two solid objects. Like, so, like- realistically, that's a lot easier to do than thousands of hair strands.
0: And it also as well gives you the excuse of like you're back in the PS2 days of ev- like all women just have like tiny short hair that looks like a helmet. <laughs> yeah,
1: just every single woman has a pixie cut because fuck it, why not?
0: Or a ponytail Yeah. It
1: doesn't move. And uh, did you ever see like the uh, like FIFA Next Gen update for the new game,
0: where uh... for
1: a couple of like main big stars oh, do they with get long hair? different hairstyles, like you know, like Messi uh, is one of the characters, and it's like. They gave them like the hair upgrade to make it look super good, but there's only like a dozen char- like not characters, people in the game with that hair tech, and everyone else still has like the plastic hair.
0: Yeah, or oh, they it must be good though for FIFA, where everyone has a fuckboy haircut these days, because that's really easy to model. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was one of the UFC games where uh, there was a guy who had hair that was so long they couldn't model it in the game. Because obviously most US USF fighters just have a buzz cut or like, you know very yeah to stop the hair, hair getting in the way yeah and to stop like being grabbed like you know just accidentally or whatever mm. but one guy just had really long hair and like <laughs> I think EA offered to pay him like two hundred grand or something like that to cut it off so they couldn't didn't have to put it in the game because like we can't obviously like we those games pride themselves on like how realistic they are yeah and how like perfectly everything's emulated it's like we can't model his hair so <laughs> they offered him money to shave it
1: off. Oh, that's so good! It's just like what what ended up happening with that. Do you know? I think that they just gave him like a different haircut. um
0: ah, he right, got okay. to, he got to sit in and pick a different haircut. Or They gave him like um uh, like a head piece of headgear to like um, hide it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the classic. Just like put a headband on it. And people are talking about as well as a Star Wars game for the Switch, and it's like you want they want people to play as General Grievous. Like the only way I'd accept that is if you got to use Forge Joy-Cons. And it's two-player mode. If it's two-player mode, you've got to use four Joy-Cons, and two, we've got to use that one, two, we've got to do the arms underneath. I'd play that version. That would be a great co-op game.
1: Yeah, and they did such a weird announcement of that. It's like, oh, we've got a new game announcement. Oh, here's Star Wars Hunters, I think it was called, and it's like 30-second CGI trailer of, like, here's a couple of holograms and a logo that tell us nothing about the game. And then, oh, it's made by Zynga, the mobile developer, and it's oh, the really bad mobile developer. Arguably good or bad, you can you could argue very good because they make a shit ton of money, but yeah, good they're just making a, either switch exclusive game or a, a console game in general. They didn't tell us what it is. They told us it was something to do with Star Wars and gave us nothing else, and was like, I, I think later we found out it's like a third person game of some kind, but no. If they,
0: if they want me to buy it, like I said, two-player, bonus co-op mode, you General Grievous, you each control one of his arms.
1: I'd be down for that. Like.
0: Make it, like, overcooked.
1: Well, Octodad. Octodad, Octodad yeah. dad didn't, did that, didn't they, where... Control you one can, limb each. There's four limbs you control, and you can play four-player. You can even do it where, at random periods of time, everyone's um, control of a limb changes. So you'll go from controlling, like his right arm to his left leg randomly yeah. at different intervals. That's it. That's that's the only way I'd play that game. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and just like you
0: have to stand like lockstep and just make it like, you know, a bonus mode. But you know they you yeah. never do that because that's too fun. That is too fun, yeah. It's too fun and it's too different. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, this is the same universe of like, where? Like for Je- Jedi Fallen Order, where they got asked point blank, why do you have to play as a dude? It's like, oh, Cal's story is really important. It's really important that he's a human. It's like, is it really? He could, have, he could have been of any fucking race in that universe. It doesn't matter. Well,
1: the only thing so far in the story that has like mattered to Cal and his story is the fact that he's a Jedi apprentice, which could have been anybody.
0: Because Jedis could be from any fucking race. There's like a Jedi in one of the comics who doesn't have hands. Yeah. Like, he, just, he just used the Force to control a lightsaber around him. It's ridiculous. So like, I want a Star Wars game or movie that is like the um, Green Lantern Corps where they show Jedi as being like the Green Lantern Corps yeah. do you know when you see like background shots of or background uh, characters in panels from Green Lantern comics and mm. there's like every conceivable kind of alien is a Green Lantern yeah like you've got the guy who's got like a volcano for a head or the Green Lantern who's a living mathematical equation <laughs> it's like I want that for Jedi that would be amazing yeah but instead it's always just like a fucking human who looks shit
1: yeah and that's thing is like you know as as much as i appreciated like you know the only real time they've changed it up and making daisy ridley the main character and like Mm -hmm. that that that's a nice step but especially in like video games where it's easier to make whatever the fuck you want like why does it always have to be a human
0: it's like yeah you can get it for from a movie standpoint if you don't want to have to paint the main actress fucking bright green (laughs) all the time yeah but even then, make it a little bit different. Because There's a friend of ours who talked about one of his problems with like Star Wars is that in the first, the new one with Daisy mm-hmm. Ridley's character is that you see her in Force Awakens fighting with a staff. Yeah, like she's established as being competent at fighting with a staff. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, I was really excited for that because I was looking forward to when she built a lightsaber in the next movie. She sees she's inexperienced with a lightsaber. Yeah, because I was looking forward to her building a lightsaber staff. And that would have been really cool. Yeah." And like, you know, building a lightsaber around that staff and having like a fighting style around that. Similar to like your know, Darth Maul, mm-hmm. but a Jedi. Or maybe just have like, you know, one lightsaber on one end or something. Or just incorporate it in some way because it's established that she can fight with a staff. And he's like, no, they drop it completely and she just fights with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's like, God damn it. The one interesting thing about it.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, it's so uh, hes It's brilliant. But like, uh, you know what? We can talk about Star Wars until the cows come home. We have done many, many times yeah, before. We have, we have yeah we have indeed. So Lucas, I believe there's something you want to mention on this episode of the podcast that I was excited about. So excited that I had to tell you to stop mentioning it earlier today so we could talk about it on the podcast.
1: Yeah, and this was just like, you know, me doing my, my daily doom scroll Yeah, and coming across a tweet that I was I just like... I fucking love that term, doom scrolling. The doom scroll, yeah. D- the doom scroll, just like, you know you shouldn't, <laughs> but you will. Yeah, it's like the risky click, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like a person smoking a cigarette outside. It's not when you see nurses smoking cigarettes outside of a hospital. (laughs) It's like they know more than anyone how bad it is for them, but they just don't care anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I will read you the tweet now, because I I did tell Carl about this tweet earlier, just mentioned it, like, oh, I found this silly tweet, and Carl's like, wait, no. We'll talk about this later. This is a good one.
0: So who's the tweet from?
1: Uh, So the tweet is from... uh, no Coco Puffs. I will clarify on? I've just clicked on the profile. What it's do they a do? pro Apex Legends like partner on Twitch. Okay. Uh so they are pro Apex Legends player. And fair enough, you know. And I'm guessing Coco Puffs is that a girl? No, no, it's not, it's a guy. It's a guy,
0: okay. Sorry, that's um, my bad. I was just like just establish um, yeah. uh, whether it's a girl or a guy,
1: but based on what you're about to say now. <laughs> so the tweet goes to all my streamer friends. I recently ended up getting a personal chef to cook meals for the week. Instead of spending spending easily fourteen hundred dollars a month on fast food, I now spend about eight hundred to one k a month on home cooked, fresh food made in my own home. It was the best decision I've ever made. What,
0: so, Lucas? Yeah. Give, me those
1: numbers, give me those numbers again. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the calculator app now. We're gonna get we're gonna get some fucking numbers here. Okay, awesome. well uh the the first one was fourteen hundred dollars a month on fast food. So fourteen hundred dollars um, let's just Joe what, divide it by thirty.
0: Let's have a look. So that's yeah. forty six dollars a day. So on fast food. Fifteen
1: dollars every meal, three meals yeah. a day.
0: Let's call that on average just forty five dollars a day on food. And then what was the other the other number? Uh then eight hundred to one K a month on home cooked food. Okay, so one thousand divided by thirty again, an average. So that's like thirty-three. So let's call that, you know, thirty dollars and 30, 45. The fuck was this person eating? Yeah. Right, I, I, right. So and is this? Do we know if this person's buying food for just themselves
1: or do they live with a partner? Okay, so um, when I was going through the replies, I couldn't find that whether it was a like for one person or not. But the way they're wording it. It sounds like it's just it for them. It sounds like it's just them because it's like, you know, instead of spending $1,400 a month on fast food, I now spend like 800 to $1K a month. And it's like, yeah. It okay, seems so like it.
0: Let's it's just operate for them. under the assumption this is a single person. And I actually ordered a takeaway yesterday. And the reason I wanted to find out is it a boy or a girl? Is right. Because. Um, you know men have a higher caloric needs for the day on average yeah. for a man it's um, 2500 average for a woman is about 2,000 1,900 mm-hmm. and it depends like and for me personally i have to have about 3,000 calories a day yeah fair. so i have, to have more than that because i exercise i run and uh, all that bollocks and then when i was exercising properly my caloric intake for the day was a required 4,000 calories a day <laughs> the reason that's important because when i was having 4,000 calories a day yes like my takeaway order would be two pizzas, a kebab, two portions of chips, and some wedges
1: mm-hmm. with
0: saucers, and that would come to about twenty quid. And I would not eat all fucking day before I got that. <laughs> so for twenty quid, I was feeding, I was getting enough food, arguably for two separate people, and that was yeah. costing me twenty fucking quid. This guy was spending twice that per day, every day, for an entire. What the fuck are they eating?
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't know. And like, obviously, um, we're talking pounds to dollars. Like, either you know, way, like I can check that right now. Like, um, uh, like you can access your computer a lot easier
0: than me because I've got all this crap around me. Yeah, so just, so like, I'll,
1: I'll just check like what forty five dollars is in pounds. Like in pounds, yeah. Like a day, but that's per day. And to clarify, you know, uh, so that's about thirty two pounds.
0: Okay, so let's go thirty two quid, and let's say they're not ordering fast food for breakfast. I'm gonna assume. They are ordering lunch and or dinner every day. Oh uh, yeah, and that like most people, they have like cereal in, or just skip breakfast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snacks
0: yeah. and just have, or like have a cup of coffee in the morning. So let's say they're having two meals. That's fifteen quid per like per meal, should we say? And yeah. what
1: could you get for fifteen quid, Lucas, from like you know a takeaway or like a shop near you? Uh I mean, last thing is like takeaway. You could get a couple of meals for fifteen quid. Easy, like yeah. Do you know when like Jenna and I order a takeaway, it usually comes like 15 to 20 for two people? Yeah. And then, yeah. like, yeah, for shopping, like our food shopping per week must be like 50 quid for two people or something like that. Yeah. So, like, uh, I don't, the... I, that's a generalization. Like, and obviously, you know, sometimes we're buying non Snaps. groceries there and stuff Some like beer, that. Some beer, something like that. Yeah, right. exactly.
0: But like, uh, my food bill per week is about, like, let's, let's go back to when I was not, We were when we weren't in lockdown. Yes, yeah. Uh, so like I said, I was actually av- required 4,000 calories per day. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, training. Uh, so I needed to have it and I had a meal deal every single day.
1: Mm-hmm. And on
0: top of that, I would go out for food three times a week. Because we'd mm-hmm. go out like, you know, when we ate, when, when we recorded at the office, we'd go out yeah. then. And i go to the pub usually twice a week on top of that where I'd have a meal with yes. friends and then all with my dad and then I'd have one takeaway each week on top of that when I was hanging out uh, when I go for a night out like to a nightclub or something like that and on top of yeah. that I'd obviously had to buy food and I was training so I had to always make sure I had like chicken breast all that bollocks in mm-hmm. my food bill every week including going out and drinking was about 150 quid yeah for all my food
1: and that's, that's yeah what you're saying is like going out as well and like enjoying a meal out and stuff and it's like
0: and I was eating twice as much food as a regular person because I yeah. needed to have nearly twice as many calories every single fucking day. So I was eating yeah. twice as much food as a regular person anyway and eating out like twice as much as a regular person. I was still spending a fraction of what this person spent ordering food to come to their house. Yeah. They're not even moving. Their job is sitting on their
1: ass. Mm. What are they eating? And like, you know what? I, fair play that they're trying to say like, oh, I managed to start eating healthier for less money. And like, fair enough. And um I checked in the comments f- and what the, the way that it works seems like it's the person, the, the chef, comes to their house with all the groceries on like a Monday, cooks like food prep for the entire week and then leaves. So it's not like they've got like a live in chef or someone who comes around every but day. How fucking useless is this person?
0: But yeah. How useless are you? Where you can't, like, for that amount of money, you could just deliver you fresh food to your house for less money than that. Like, if you want you to eat healthier can. and you're spending a grand a month, I reckon if you went on delivery, you could just get fresh food delivered.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah,
0: for cheaper than what they're paying.
1: Yeah, and like, I, I, I get convenience and the, you know, time not spent cooking is time they can spend practicing and streaming or whatnot. But it's not convenience because they have to heat right. up the food. That, yeah, they still have to go and make sure they heat up the food. And, like, yeah, it it really baffles me that they're willing to spend, like, $1,000 a month just on food prep. Like, it's bizarre to me. Like,
0: that reckon, is a
1: ridiculous amount of money.
0: Yeah, I reckon for that amount of money, you could contact a local cafe or restaurant
1: mm. and
0: just... Con- like, jokes, they're not really busy that now, are they? You contact yeah. a local one and just presumably a family owned one and just work out I'll pay you 500 quid a month if you deliver me food every day yeah. just cook me a meal every fucking day and cook me a massive one with loads of veg in it and I'll just pick mm-hmm. at it all day
1: yeah oh and yeah you know I will say if you're if you're in a position to be spending that amount of money on food fair play you, you're doing well in life like yeah, but- clearly they're successful enough to be able to do that but Jesus Christ that's a lot
0: yeah, I felt wasteful when I was buying a meal deal every day. <laughs> just like, you know, for the, again, for the convenience, where my meal deal, because um, I needed, like, to get 100 grams of protein, so I'd just get a fucking meal deal with all the protein options, and it was three quid yeah. a day, and I was buying that every single day. So that's seven and, days a week times three quid. So that's 21 quid I was spending on meal deals, and that yeah. felt wasteful.
1: Yeah, that's the thing to me. Like, they're saying, oh, look, it's great. I now only have to spend 800 to to $1,000, like... What? On food? Like $1,400 a month on fast food is like my fucking salary that I pay myself. The thing is, what could I buy? I'm thinking. like,
0: So when I splurge, I do splurge. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, I have two takeaways a week now. Mm-hmm. I have one night for pizza, one night for Indian. And when my girlfriend's here, we you know we split it. And she's gone. She's away for the moment now. But yeah. um, we'd spend like 35 quid, I think, is the most we'd ever spent on our takeaway. And that is when we were having like a proper fucking blowout. And we didn't eat all day. Mm. And we had a massive fucking blowout. And we ordered enough food. And we were eating it for three days. <laughs> like we were still heating up leftovers three days later from like the food that we had. Yeah. And that cost us like 35 quid. So like what, $50? Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. imagine after that ordering that amount of food, eating. bear in mind for our takeaway days, we don't eat anything all day. We mm-hmm. have like a cup of coffee and like, you know, um, just some fruit and veg during the day. Maybe like a bowl of soup or something light.
1: Yeah. I yeah. couldn't imagine waking up the next day and go, okay, I can't wait to
0: order another fucking 35 quid's worth of food. It's like, we still eating it from yesterday?
1: Yeah, and that's the exact same experience General and I have every time we go like, oh, you know, we'll we'll go buy like 30 quid's worth of takeaway and splurge out a bit. Like, yeah, it's lasting us like two days worth.
0: And then it like, it's, I, I can't fathom how much fucking food that would be. It's like when you what um, like for all the problems it has, um, Super Size Me. Mm. Well, it sounds great to eat McDonald's every day for a week or every yeah. day for a month, and then you see him when he gets to like the fifth day. He's like, I fucking hate McDonald's. I'm so yeah. sick of eating McDonald's. I'm so just tired of eating McDonald's.
1: And that's the thing is, we I presume spending that amount of money on takeaway, they must be going to like nicer takeaways constantly. Then, you know, a McDonald's. When they say fast food, are they ordering, like, restaurant food delivered for every meal? Maybe, yeah, they might be getting... Then
0: again, isn't that what you're doing when you're hiring a personal fucking chef? (laughs) They're just cooking slightly better. It's just, you're cutting out the middleman and the delivery guy.
1: Because then, yeah, at the end of the day, if they're ordering restaurant food, not fast food, like they said, that's where I can see, oh, okay, that's how you're spending that much money. But then, arguably, the food doesn't need to be unhealthy. Yeah, like if they're going to like
0: Uber Eats or something like that, cause I know it costs a lot when you got like pay what Fiverr mm, on top of yeah. delivery. But if you were ordered from like a nice restaurant, again, if you just contacted them, mm. they could probably cut you two meals and deliver them to you. Yeah. For less. I, I just, it's what an idiot. I can only think that they're, they've, you said they're a streamer, they are made a shit ton of money young and just don't know how to budget.
1: <laughs> maybe I yeah. know
0: if I told my mum I spent $1400 or like, you know the equivalent of about 900 quid a month on takeaways she'd smack me one yeah she'd take yeah. my credit card off me she's like you're a fucking idiot oh
1: god and uh, like that is a weird thing of like I guess you know there's there's different levels of of like how much money people have and what they choose to spend it on but I guess to me and you who lived in you know not Uh, upper class families or anything like that spending that much on food just sounds like a complete fucking waste of time and money
0: It's no that's the the thing I don't think it is because uh, me and my girlfriend have this exact conversation where Mm. we're having a lot of takeaways look we can't go out we can't do anything realistically we can stay inside the only time we ever go out is to go shopping
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like the one thing we look forward to each week is our takeaways I don't feel bad ordering two a week because this is the equivalent of like if we were this is the equivalent of like going out to the pub for us
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and things during lockdown are a bit different, but it doesn't sound like this was a lockdown thing for the streamer. Just that and they haven't. Also, you're doing that twice a week; they're doing it twice a day. <laughs> At that point, you think you just don't pay delivery charges? <laughs> you think it might as well, like it'd be easier to hire a courier? It might be easier to like find a flat next to the restaurant and just fucking walk there. <laughs> It's like you could just hire someone to work as your courier. Well, instead they just essentially hired a meal prep courier. So yeah, I mean, as I get, again, like, I don't want to criticize them too harshly because they're making apparently better decisions in life, and they they're, they're really successful not. enough to like. Well, I mean, going from spending fourteen hundred dollars on takeaway to eight hundred to a thousand on meal prep, I guess is like. A bit of an improvement, but... the idea make, they, you know what? Like... I'm glad they're making a job.
0: They've they've provided yeah. w- work. That's the only positive I can see from that. They've hired somebody.
1: Yeah. Like, I guess you do. You, you take that fucking streamer money and throw it down the drain, I guess. In but the bin.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine that they're throwing out. and to say, oh man, their house must smell so bad. Like, how <laughs> bad does your house smell after you order a pizza?
1: Well, no, it's fine, because their, their personal cleaner comes in and deals with all that, you know? <laughs> oh, Probably.
0: Probably, I, I can't fathom it
1: because like, I get I can't. sick of it
0: after a while. So you, it's like when you go on holiday, isn't it? And you think, oh, I'm gonna like you know get pissed every single night and just gorge, and then you get to like third day, and you're like I can't do it. <laughs> and it's why I've, um, we've talked before, haven't we? about I don't understand how people can get to the point of being morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I I just get so bored eating food. Yeah, yeah. After a while, I can only fathom that they're doing it because it's just they don't even think about how much they're eating
1: i guess it's like i get like, bored but like, even even then like you know when i put on weight and obviously like through lockdown i've put on weights, a lot of us have like i notice it and go oh i should probably like calm the down. Foot down a bit like when do you get to that point of like oh well i, I went from like normal to obese like, i don't i don't know where yet. that midpoint is like it's i just weird. don't know how you
0: can physically eat enough so like I said when I was like eating like four thousand calories a day, I would get tired of eating. I yeah, physically yeah. could not find the time to eat enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like uh, what we talked before. We t- what that show like Secret Eaters? Yeah. <laughs> where they like film people who were eating like six, seven thousand calories in a day. Mm-hmm. It's like how do they do it? Oh, they eat an entire tube of Pringles. It's like okay, I, you know what I've smashed a tube of Pringles like you know yeah. here and there. In my, I've, I've like, you know, demolished one or two tubes of Pringles in my time. And you think, well, they do it every day. It's like, you get bored. How can, you get yeah. sick of
1: Pringles. And the, the the legendary person making a fucking pie sandwich.
0: That guy is a fucking legend. <laughs> I need to talk about the guy who made a pie sandwich. Because this show, Secret Eaters, if you don't watch it, go fucking watch it. It's on YouTube. Just Google Secret yeah, Eaters. I think I
1: think we mentioned it like a little while back. But yeah, just yes. go uh, watch Secret Eaters and go watch my man say a pie is not enough. Fucking yeah. carbs, I need in a sandwich.
0: There is. The premise is it's people who've gained weight and can't f- understand why. Mm. So they hire th- uh, film crews to secretly follow them around and just film them eating. And they have a moment at the, like, at the midpoint of each episode where they just confront them with all the food they've eaten. Like, oh, look at this, you fat piece of shit. And it's fucking glorious because you always have, every other episode, a guy who's like, I don't care. I don't care that I'm caught. It was awesome. <laughs> And that brings us to a guy who eats, as Lucas said, a pie sandwich, which is, he gets a pie, puts it on bread and goes... <laughs> and then just eats... And it's like, you fucking legend. And he's not even ups- He's not even mad. Yeah. He smiles when they confront him. and yeah,
1: pie sandwich, I invented it. Pie sandwich. And it's so weird because it's like the ultimate level of being in denial where you are on a TV show going... I don't know how I got so fat, or I don't know how I don't lose weight. And then you're putting a pie sandwich in your mouth.
0: You eat, the thing is, though, he already had like a full English breakfast at home and then he eats oh. that on his way to work. That was his snack for the day. Like he, do you know, instead of having like a biscuit in the morning, yeah. like the way we would, like he has a pie sandwich and then he eats a full dinner and lunch and supper and snacks as well. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, like when I was snacking before we recorded today, I had like two biscuits with my coffee. And he's like, nah, man, pie sandwich.
0: That's how it's done. That's a real man right there. It's like, that fuck is. you, pie sandwich. It's like, all right, let's go, let's get into that. What is the most, fuck you, I'm in a fat knacker today? Ooh. Like, what is like the most, like, this is terrible for me and I don't care? Meal you've had.
1: Uh... Or,
0: or witness. Because I can talk about the one that I've witnessed, and that is a friend of mine who had two microwaved pizzas you know, the personal microwave pizzas yeah. and he buttered one and put the other one on top of it and ate <laughs> it like a sandwich and he had a pizza
1: sandwich uh, I don't know I did make like um, uh, just a giant full English breakfast toasty once oh that's good but like that that was just instead of having it all you know the toast and the bacon and the sausage <laughs> and the egg on the plate you just you know put them together and eat them as a sandwich so it was tasty as fuck, but yeah. like That I does sound incredible. People always have a go at me, I uh, will say, like noodle wraps. Noodle wraps. Oh, like man, pasta putting sandwiches. noodles on a wrap and they're like, but you're already just eating carbs. And I'm like, fuck fuck whatever.
0: You. Yeah, I used to have pasta sandwiches. Yeah. So I understand the, the appeal of the pie sandwich. Cause I grew <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, I was brought up in a house where if you didn't eat your um, evening meal, tea... Uh, to northerners and dinner I guess to southerners and everyone else um, yeah. it would be served to you for supper on bread and if you <laughs> if you wanted to eat anything before bed if you wanted to have your pudding because you couldn't eat pudding until you finished your tea and if you didn't finish your tea you didn't get your pudding and then yeah. you got to supper time when usually for supper we'd have like you know another snack like a yoghurt or a piece of fruit or like a little bowl of cereal or something sugary before bed and we brushed our teeth if you wanted to have that you had to eat your evening meal on bread cold <laughs>
1: so yeah I like how when you start going into like British talks about food and dinners and it's like it sounds like you're talking to a fucking hobbit of like yeah then we had second breakfast yeah that's
0: but (laughs) uh, it sounds like one of those things that you hear people like tell horror stories and no that was it Um, I would have I would have to eat whatever my evening meal was cold on bread yeah if if it wasn't eaten that was the rule so if, if you're hungry at supper and you very quickly learn to enjoy bread with everything because that's the thing like you learn the trick is if you don't like eating something because there's some foods i just didn't like but i would like it when it was on bread because when it was on bread i could just eat the bread because
1: bread was nice well it's a similar kind of thing of like i um i remember making like a roast dinner for the first time when i'd moved out to uni mm. and like i ate all of my veg and was like this is really nasty and it's like, oh, mum, how would you make the veg? Oh, well, I'll put fat with this one. i put sugar in the yeah. sprouts, and it's... all oh, right. okay, so you just made it more unhealthy to make me think I like vegetables, right? Got it, okay.
0: Yeah, it's like when you first make pasta, and it's like this tastes like shit, and then you put an entire pasta sauce on it, and go, oh, it tastes nice, and then you look at the bottle of pasta sauce, and it's like 800 calories, you're like, fuck! Yeah,
1: it's just like, oh, look, here's a shit ton of fucking oil. It's like, great, great. Yeah,
0: like the first time I realised, I didn't have to put the entire... Um, uh, bottle of pa- like pasta sauce or jar of pasta sauce into my pasta I was like wow this is the future that must have been a saucy pasta for one person an entire jar yeah but I used to make like an entire bowl and I'd eat the entire bowl because I didn't know what portion control was until I started like exercising
1: because <laughs> like uh, when I'm making pasta I'll make like a pasta for me and a pasta for Jenna and then it's mm-hmm. like one jar of pasta sauce and then that's probably enough to like have half of the pasta one night and then like, you know, eat some up the next day and eat that. And I'm like, one jar of pasta on like one bowl must have been a fucking lot.
0: Just remember though, I only used to eat one meal a day. Yeah, fair yeah. I Just So I just eat one because I don't like eating. Mm-hmm. I see it as a chore unless I'm eating something unhealthy. And because I don't like to be unhealthy, I just don't eat. <laughs> uh, it's like when I was uh, going to the gym and stuff, I just eat a bag of spinach and just put a tin of tuna in it and put olive oil a slight bit of olive oil and just shake the bag and then just eat the entire bag oh as quickly as possible like,
1: you, you wouldn't even eat it or anything no just eat the
0: entire thing oh. because I needed to get the protein I needed to get the um, uh, the minerals and vitamins
1: I was thinking like, oh a bit of like you know cooked tuna mixed in with a load of spinach that sounds alright like a bit plain no, but
0: just straight into no, the bag no just in
1: the bag oh! that's how you do it it's well, like eating. I, I'm not dominate good at, it
0: I'm not very good at cooking so that's how I do it and that's the problem though because I do like eating but I do like eat I eat really bad food so I mm. avoid it it's like um when I cut sugar out of my diet I knew I'd never be able to do it unless I just didn't buy it because but I yeah. know I do not have the self-control if there is a bag of biscuits in there, a packet of biscuits in the house I will eat the biscuits yeah so yeah, yeah. just don't buy biscuits and then <laughs> that moment when I go oh I wish I had a biscuit with my tea after a while, you just stop missing the biscuit, and that's how I had to teach myself. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm so bad with food. Oh god. Oh. Wow. oh well, fuck. Just pie sandwich though, man. I love it. This is the most manly it's ever been. Well, I've I, never, I just, I've never. Every seen... now
1: and then, I just think about it again.
0: It's like the most Yorkshire thing I've ever fucking seen—a pie sandwich. <laughs> It's oh. like, though, like um, you've witnessed, haven't you, the, the Carl's carbs?
1: Oh, the Carl's carbs, yeah.
0: When I just... For my uh, usual Chinese takeaway order is just uh, noodles, curry sauce, fried rice and chips, and then I put it all into a wok and fry it all together. And it's just this mass of just carbohydrates with curry sauce. And it's like, oh, that's, that's the future right there.
1: Oh, God, Carl's carbs. It's time to be a fucking fat knacker. I love it. <laughs> and it's like, it's such a weird british thing i guess of like we get taught from a, quite a young age of like oh look the staple of your food diet has got to be carbs on carbs of yeah. like, here's a chip butty go and eat it it's like, all oh, right okay. yeah chip butty man no better mm. than chip butty and like if anyone doesn't know a chip butty is just a chip sandwich probably with large amounts of like both butter and tomato ketchup Oh man, do you ever
0: see when they tried to like um, gentrify a chip butty and they called it like the potato goujon sandwich? It's like, fuck <laughs> off, it's a chip butty. <laughs> I was so mad when I saw that.
1: Oh, I fucking absolutely adore when you get like the gastro pubs that try to make like fucking pie and chips fancy and all.
0: Yeah. Off. I know when I go into a, um, I, if I'm going to like a place or not, if I look at the menu, uh, and it says, instead of um, fish finger sandwich, it says, fish goujons on sea batter roll and it's
1: like, fuck off. It's a fucking fish <laughs> finger sandwich. Stop trying to fancy it up. It's not working. I remember that one time, uh, Jen and I went to this place, and it was like a-, a nice place, but it was clearly one of those ones where they wanted you to buy three courses. And they always had like, you know, the lunchtime offer on the two or three course meals and mm. stuff. But we just went in um, like you know for a quick meal and was just like we're on a nice walk we've heard nice things about this place we'll just go and get some fish and chips and they served on the plate like the the stack of like five chips
0: fuck off with that The yeah.
1: the like the big chips like nice big chunky chip but i was like five like you are having me on here just five fucking chips on my plate so have you seen how much potatoes cost fuck off yeah, it's they like, are that's the, not even one potato's worth of chips.
0: They are the cheapest staple food available. That's why everywhere serves chips because they're fucking a piece of piece. Like the markup on them is insane.
1: Yeah, and I will admit, you know, they gave us nicely cooked chips and a big nice fish, and like it was tasty. But it's just like, man, I can tell that you do not want me coming in and buying this one meal on its own. No, you want me to get a starter. So I, I refuse to eat starters for that.
0: <laughs> Give me a meal in one go. I'm not about that life. I'm not about that. Stop uh, stop eating halfway through my meal and eat again.
1: Oh god, I find it really funny that like on multiple occasions, Jenna's turned around and been like, "Right, you know, there's three courses. Can I replace my starter with a second dessert?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's like, you do you, yeah." Okay, as normally, like surprisingly, places are okay with it. Yeah, they find get two desserts. Yeah.
0: Or just like, you know, um, what I do when I'm forced to go to a restaurant, because I don't really like eating desserts. Like I said, I cut sugar out of my diet as much mm. as I can. Um, I will just like swap someone. I'll like, say, I'll give you my dessert
1: and you give me your chips. Yeah, I, I do stuff like that a lot of the time because I'm not much of a dessert person, like, unless it's like maybe ice cream.
0: Yeah, because I remember, yeah. I think it's Smokes, where it's like, oh yeah, they have a meal where it is. You get chips, meat, and then a side. And I remember once when I asked, for my side, can I just have more chips? And they went... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Boom! It's like yes, this is how it's done.
1: Oh God, is that working at Nando's? And you could tell, like, all those twelve-year-olds coming in. And it's like, well, this meal comes with two sides, right? Yeah, okay, two chips. It's like two yeah. chips. I thought so. I thought so.
0: Well, the problem with Nando's is that fucking rice. The the ramekin is so thick. You look like, you got so much rice,
1: and then the ramekin's got like a inch thick base. You see, I do love those ramekins only because I have them at home. Um, they changed all of like the plateware, So they, and they went, all the old "Well, ones. anyone take any of this old plateware home? with it? Like, We're completely scrapping it." And I was like, "Awesome!" Like, I get all these like nice, sturdy ramekins and like very useful. Yeah, I did that uh, with
0: my restaurant where I worked, where I stole a bunch of stuff because they had proper Sheffield steel, um, nice vorks, but they had like fucking millions of them. So I just <laughs> nicked out. I nicked so much like so I uh, bar blade. Oh yeah, there. yeah. It's Nick from the thing because they had like twenty
1: of them. So I just, yeah, I just took everything. Yeah, I remember like um, when I, I, I was working at a restaurant and they gave me like you know, um, a bar blade and like a waiter's friend and stuff like that. And then mm. they hired like twenty five of us, and within the first three months, like all of us had been fired because they weren't as successful as they thought they were gonna be. I was yep. like, "Fuck it, I'm taking these home at least." Like, Absolutely, I took so I much have... stuff from my
0: uh, place of work yeah it's like, I used to always just nick straws and napkins and shit like that and bog roll because there's no better like you know you're living in a student house where like two or three of the people there work in bars when you go like when it's my turn to buy bog roll when you go in it's one of those huge big toilet rolls <laughs> that go inside like industrial sized bog roll containers it's like oh. yeah I've got the bog roll for this week Ooh, one giant bog roll oh,
1: just fucking that's how it's the done. toilet
0: that's how it's done fuck you <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget though when um, a mate of ours um, was having a shower and we just threw all the blue roll in with him. Oh no! Like, it was, it was the worst, the blue roll just like annihilated the um uh, the the shower. Yeah, there's no way like that plug hole was never <laughs> the same. You could never get rid of that blue roll.
1: Oh god, poor blue roll. That blue roll's awesome. I, I mean it is. I guess if of all things you could stayed staple like car seal of approval on are you going with blue roll
0: yeah it's because recently i found in sheffield there is a um a supplier for restaurants that's mm. open to the public and i walked it with my girlfriend and i got so excited when i saw blue roll she got embarrassed because <laughs> i was so like oh, it's blue roll she's like why do you care it's like because every single kitchen roll for sale is shit compared to blue roll i it hate is, yeah. it I hate how they always try and make it more absorbent. You don't want it to be absorbent. You want it to be plentiful. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if like one sheet absorbs like an entire pint of water because then I've got to fucking mush around a <laughs> sopping wet piece of kitchen roll. I just want to be able to get a big bunch of it in my hand and then wipe everything up in one go.
1: Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate it. Oh, God. That, that's a sign that we both worked at restaurants, isn't it? Like, we blue can roll. get hype about Blue Roll. Blue Roll's the best.
0: I was <laughs> i was tempted to buy, like, the six industrial rolls for, like, 30 quid. So, yeah, but it'll last us, like, the next year. So, like, we're not fucking buying all that Blue Roll.
1: I'm not walking out of this fucking shop with six Blue Rolls.
0: Getting all the Blue Roll. Oh, I was loving it. That's where I went. I, got, so I was, spent ages just looking for espresso cups. Oh, okay. So, I've got one of those, like, little Nespresso coffee makers. I want an espresso cup because I like espresso. Yeah. But everywhere you go, it's like they always sell them like six fucking cups. Like, I don't want to, I'm never going to make six espressos at once. <laughs> I just want one cup. And I found it in that shop. That's what I stumbled oh, past. Uh, yeah. like they just sell individual pieces of cutlery. So, if you just want like one knife, you don't like, say you've like lost your knives and forks. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't, where can you find one knife, mm. one fork? You can't get, you've got like a, a set of four, so you've got like 16 fucking pieces of cutlery. Oh, God. They sell when like I can travel again,
1: you're taking me on a date to this fucking restaurant supplier. Oh, it's great. I love it. I, I need like one or two espresso cups. And it, again, the exact same problem of like, would you like a six or eight pack? And I'm like, There's only two of us in the house. It's like, do you want a no? saucer with it? No, because I'm going to drink it
0: immediately. It's a fucking espresso. It's like this big. I'm not going to save it and carry it around the house with me. <laughs> so I went in there.
1: Oh, God. I love
0: it. Yeah. So I went in and I got that. And uh, like, they sell like individual
1: chopsticks as well. Oh okay, yeah.
0: That's like, yes. I want to buy one chopstick. Fuck yeah, let's go.
1: (laughs) So I I I had the thing where um, I had a nice set of chopsticks, but Jenna didn't like. I just got a a nice set from like a friend when they went to go to China and they brought some back for like a few of us. Hmm. And uh, Jenna was always like, "I want some chopsticks that are nice, not these shitty like ones that you just dispose of." And when I got some for Christmas, like all I could find was like five packs of them. So yeah, I just want one set. Yeah.
0: It's like, is that a joke you told me about where, is it Dave Gorman? It's like, oh, he saw a collection oh, of six, he saw, he saw, <laughs> oh, six combs. That's a really good deal. Six combs for a quid. It's like, well, actually, no, because what I'm paying a quid for is one comb and five combs that I don't want or need. <laughs>
1: yeah. Five excess combs.
0: Yeah, so like, who needs five combs? <laughs> so you it's think so it's like true. nice, it's like with plates or like pans and pots and things like that, or mugs. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. I just want to buy one mug. I don't want a set of 16 fucking mugs. I'm not inviting my entire extended family <laughs> around for a coffee morning. I just want one mug.
1: Oh, God. And then I have those moments where, like, my family uh, comes around to my house and, you know, we'll crack out a bottle of wine, and everyone's like, what do you mean you don't have 12 wine glasses? <laughs> of course That's I don't have 12 us. It's like, we have, like, four. Just leave us alone, Okay. I have got.
0: Uh, I will say one thing that pissed me off, though, is I have not an, um, an odd amount of forks because just one evening I got a takeaway and I accidentally left the fork in the takeaway box and then <laughs> threw the takeaway box away with the fork in it. So now I have an, an odd amount of knives and forks and it really pisses me off.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, do you have that one fork that you don't know where it came from, though?
0: No, but I have got a spoon. That's my spoon and no one's allowed to use it because it's the one <laughs> my friend got me uh, where he saved all of his... Um, Kellogg's uh, box tops for a year Oh um, yeah. and he's sent off to get some custom spoons with like your own name on them and I've just got a spoon that has the uh, Coco Pops mascot is it the monkey?
1: The monkey yeah.
0: It's just like him just giving a big goofy thumbs up and it just says Wu-Tang <laughs> so I've got my Wu-Tang spoon Yeah, so that's my spoon, spoon yeah. My, yeah. no one uses my Wu-Tang spoon only I get to use
1: the Wu-Tang spoon that's how I eat my cereal it's true, I can confirm. I've seen Carl eat from, like, the Cocoa Puffs, uh Wu-Tang spoon. And a fucking Wu-Tang spoon, Just sipping up way. that spoon. It's the si- only way. Sipping up the spoon, sipping up the cereal. Oh, man. I always
0: think I'm an adult until I use any other spoon, but that one really shatter every single one of my fucking teeth because <laughs> the spoon's <laughs> slightly different size. <laughs> There's
1: um, like th- Carl, Carl maybe 30, but hasn't figured out spoons yet.
0: It's because... It's like... Um, when just something ever so slightly changes and you're just not used to it. Like have yeah, you ever tried when, like walking down the stairs when you've got shoes on? Like do you know when you get a set of new shoes and you have a slightly thicker heel than you used to, and you try and walk down stairs and you just keep falling downstairs or
1: tripping over curbs. Yeah, I had a real weird experience when I first tried on my Dot Martins and like the you know, proper Doc Martin boots with like the thick heel on them. Yeah. And the thick sole, and I was just like I feel like I've got an extra, like, oh, wait, I have got an extra inch underneath my feet, yeah. It's like, and, you oh, try, and you keep finding yourself,
0: like, accidentally just tripping over curbs because there's just slightly more of yeah. you than you're used to.
1: Yeah, you lift your foot up, like, that perfect amount, always clear the curb, but when you add that little bit extra below your foot, it's like you're always clipping the curb. It's so annoying. Yeah, and it's the
0: same concept as with a spoon putting into my mouth. So I, I use the same spoon literally every
1: day for the past five years. Yeah, So when I have to use a different spoon, I'm not used to it. Yeah, that's, so it's, like, what it's just spoon? muscle memory, isn't it? And when you try to mess with muscle memory, it, it fucks you up real easily. Yeah, it's like uh, whenever you get a new phone. Yeah. getting a new phone or a new
0: keyboard and you just you can't use it. Or you try to tell, like, um, I have to get a new laptop every couple of years um, mm. for work. And bear in mind, I write, like, a couple thousand words every single day. When I switch yeah. laptops, it's like, uh, uh. So usually I just buy the same laptop again.
1: Yeah, I remember trying to uh, type out on Jenna's laptop and I'm now used to sitting here with like a keyboard, admittedly not a great keyboard, but a proper keyboard rather than a laptop keyboard and I was sat there like, uh, just pressing it like one finger at a time, like a a fucking 60 year old, just like, I don't know how to do this anymore. So I tried typing like two hands touch type and it just fucked up everything.
0: Yeah, the worst one for me is I've got two laptops, I've got like... um... Usually, when I get a new work laptop, my old one becomes like my um, just by watching shit on YouTube laptop. Um, oh, just right, yeah. by sending emails laptop. Um, the one I've got for work, I bought it in anticipation. I'll get it now. It's right over here.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: God, that, that's an awful noise. Just, like, <laughs> oh, God, no just the office chair going across uh, laminate flooring. Whatever, who gives a fuck? I'm paying the rent. Uh, I got this one here. It's really, really nice laptop. Super, super classy. Really thin. All that bollocks. But oh, wow. the problem is, you can see on my hand. Yeah. My hand is almost as big as the entire fucking laptop. Because I bought it in anticipation of lockdown ending. So I thought when it ends, I want to start like going. I want something I can just put in a bag, like a satchel. Yeah. I don't want my other laptop. It's like if I can. I can't be asked going to get, but it's like a nice. No, it's, it's like twice the size of this. This is like a 14 inch laptop. The other one's like a 22 inch one.
1: Yeah. Because I was She's... expecting you to pull that one out and then was like, wait, Carl's got a new laptop. Yeah. That's the one I use for writing
0: now in anticipation yeah. of when I can like, you know, just take it anywhere. It's got like a 15 hour battery life and I can just chuck it in a bag or whatever. Yeah. But like just going from that to the other one, cause I have to like tight like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's super oh, fucking God. awkward. But my
0: entire hand, like, goes across, like, the keyboard on its own. It's like, for
1: fuck's sake. That, that is the, like, the downside for the convenience of it, I guess. But, yeah. Mm. There's always uh, the payoff, isn't there? There is. I
0: just, like, that was rough to get used to when I was typing that one. <laughs> like, because I just kept reaching for, like, um, uh, the caps lock key or tap or whatever the foot, And it's like, my finger just goes off the edge of the
1: keyboard. Yeah. And it's I hate shit weird. like that. It's like... Just one of those weird things where you get used to something so much that you, you kind of don't want to change it just because you know you're going to like have a slight amount of inconvenience getting used to the new thing.
0: It's weird, isn't it? But yeah. it sounds better at the same time. I, I like the convenience. <laughs> Fair, it's yeah. nice. It's nice. It's like um, when I get excited to type so much, I can not type without looking. Mm-hmm. And it is really satisfying. Like say, for example, just at night, So like uh, me if me and my missus we're watching something on yeah. uh, like Netflix, and I can because I know where all I can just buy, touch, do, 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 just search for yeah, something. It's just or, like, touch typing off. isn't it? Yeah, it's super satisfying. Or like when I'm um, uh, just sending out emails, mm-hmm. and I can just
1: like get a cup of coffee and like type with one hand.
0: It's really satisfying to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and I did for a while know how to touch type, but. I do so little writing now that it's just like, uh, now I'm editing instead of writing stuff. Like I used to blog a lot and uh, had a job where I was like doing a lot of dictation and things like that. But Mm -hmm. now it's just, yeah, I just, I can't type for life me. It's just weird. And it's like, it's it's real unsatisfying to have that skill that I know I used to have. And it's like, I, I can't work like that anymore.
0: Yeah, I had something like that um, like in regards to my physical capabilities where I used to be able to do the full splits. I was one of those people, I could do the full splits. Oh, I can, wow. no, I can no longer do the full splits, and it pisses me <laughs>
1: off
0: every day. Even though I never use it, it still annoys me. I used to be able to do it, and now I can't. <laughs> so the equivalent, and I know that I'll never get that flexibility back, not without, like, concerted effort that I can't be asked putting in, but yeah. I can still touch my toes. And I remember once after like not going um, exercising for like Joe you know, after uni.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: uni, no one exercising fucking uni. I was still like, you know, thin, but I wasn't like in shape or anything. And oh, I just went yeah. to touch my toes and like, there was like two foot of fucking difference. Like, <laughs> I used to be able to do this no problem. Now I'm like, uh, this is it, this is as much. <laughs> oh God, that's probably me now after lockdown, Jesus. I try to touch your toes. So I've realized yeah. I can still touch my toes and every morning I do 10 toe touches because I don't want to lose that. <laughs> I never want to lose that again because it was so fucking gutting when I couldn't touch my toes. Yeah. It's like doing a press-up. True, true. It's like, uh, have you ever had that moment, maybe like on a night out or something like that, or like a house party, where just like one of the, the dares is like do press-ups or something or who can do the most? And mm. you see the guy who used to be able to do press-ups but now can't oh, try yeah. and do them, and he does like three, and you can just see it on his face. He's like, I am no longer a man. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's, it's one of the most gutting things to witness because you are literally witnessing someone just like be completely unmade in their own head. Well, their, their, their own self image is being shattered. One time, okay.
1: it wasn't a friend; it was like a guy who, like you know, was a roommate of a friend in uni, mm-hmm. and he was um, a mature student that was like um, used to be in the army. Okay. And it, we were like all drinking and doing shots and stuff, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, right. I'm going to do 100 press-ups right now. And just, like, everyone's like, okay, I guess, dude, like, yeah. And then he gets, like, 30 and starts struggling, and you just see, like, I could do that, I can do 100. And it's like, mate, give it up, give it up. It's like, you're not in the army anymore. It's like, you used to be able to do 100. Yeah. And now you can't. And like, you know, that's just, like, I'd say age, but it's not even age. It's just no, not like-
0: practising just look at Jack LaLanne. Jack LaLanne, uh, if anyone ever wants like just to while away, you know what, we can do it now, fuck it. I was gonna say while away and after on Wikipedia, fuck it, we're gonna do that. We're okay. gonna look up Jack LaLanne because he is incredible. And um, while we're doing this, I guess after we finish like discussing Mr. Jack LaLanne, yeah. we will do Q and A. So will, folks yeah. in my chat, folks in Lucas's chat, if you wanna ask us some questions, start like uh, putting them in now. And we'll like, you know, do a couple after this. And for people in my chat, if you wanna ask um, Lucas questions, you can use exclamation point Lucas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and you can get his chat up as well because like, the order is I'll read one out Luke's reading one out and then back and forth back and forth back and forth that way so maximize yeah, yeah. your chances of getting your question read out by asking it in both chats I suppose I'm going to look up Jack LaLane now Jack LaLane uh, 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 uh. so we're going to do a, it's, this is an uh, easy
1: wiki weekends for us this is Jack Lane, and right, so. you'll laugh to clarify I don't recognize the name so who so is Jack LaLane He
0: was a fitness guru. He famously lived to like 90-odd years old. Right, He was basically just like one of the earliest pioneers of fitness. Right. Like uh, to the point where um, he was seen as a quack. Like (laughs) when he started telling people like to um, eat right and exercise, like this was the same time period when doctors advised you to smoke in magazines. So put in context like when he was telling people to exercise, doctors told people that if you do Jack LaLanne's exercises, you will like get hurt. (laughs) <laughs> like when he advised just doing things as simple as um, simple weightlifting like mm. no this is dangerous don't, don't lift weights don't don't jog it's really bad for your joints it's like the fuck are you supposed to do to stay in shape then fucking hell uh, and he has one of my favourite quotes attributed to him when they asked him so Mr. LaLanne, do you and the wife because he was famously very active up until he died in his 90s mm. uh, do you and the wife still you know, get intimate he goes yes we have sex almost every night we almost had sex last night and we almost had sex the night before that too <laughs> <laughs> is that i love that quote but we have here so jack lalane feats and this is jacklalane.com so i'm okay. going to go through these so in 1954 at age 40 uh make sure i get all of, uh, the entire thing here jack mm-hmm. lalane swam the length of the san francisco golden gate bridge underwater with 140 pounds of equipment including um, two air tanks jesus An um, undisputed world record at uh, age 41, in 1955, he swam handcuffed from Alcatraz to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. Handcuffed? Handcuffed. He swam a mile handcuffed from Alcatraz. you know that famously perilous journey? Yeah. Where, yeah. like, the reason Alcatraz was so dangerous is because if, even if you escape, you couldn't swim in the water without dying. Jack LaLanne did it handcuffed to prove that a prisoner could have done it. Uh, at age yeah. 42, he set a world record of 1,033 push-ups in 23 minutes. Whew. On age, at age 43, he, he once again swam the Golden Gate Channel, towing a £2,500 a £2, cabin cruiser. What? At age 44, manoeuvred a paddleboard 30 miles, 9.5 hours non-stop from Farallon Island to San Francisco shore. At age 45, completed 1,000 push-ups and 1,000 chin-ups in 1 hour and 22 minutes. So you, you fast forward now to 1974. a age 60, he swam from Alcatraz to Fisherman's Wharf for a second time handcuffed and towing a £1,000 boat. Oh Just God. to prove I still got it. At age 61, swam the length of the Golden Gate Bridge again underwater for a second time, shackled, and this time towing another £1,000 boat. At age 62, commemorating the spirit of 76 swim, swam one mile in Long Beach Harbour, handcuffed, shackled, and towing 13 boats containing 76 people at age 65 towed 65 boats filled with six and a half thousand pounds of louisiana pacific wood pulp while handcuffed and shackled in a lake near tokyo at age 66, towed 10 boats in North Miami, Florida, filled with 77 people for over a mile in less than an hour. At age 70, handcuffed, shackled, and fighting strong winds and currents, towed 70 boats with 70 people from Queensway Bridge in the Long Beach Harbour to Queen Mary, at one and a half miles. At age 80, he earned the State of California Governor's Council on Physical Fitness Lifetime Achievement. That was given to him by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Course, and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, very famously... Um, asked when he was Mr Universe like, I think just after Conan the Barbarian came out mm-hmm. um, a then 60 year old Jack LaLanne, Um he challenged a the then 60 year old Jack LaLanne to a push up
1: contest and Jack LaLanne <laughs> fucking annihilated him
0: and I mean the thing with someone on...
1: like Arnie though is like if, if you're a big guy challenging someone to um, a push up contest like You've got to push up your own weight every time, and if you're a big dude, that gets fucking tough. But you can still do it, and he said that like, yeah, Jack Lalane
0: yeah. is a fucking. Like, he said, and I quote, that Jack LaLanne is an animal. <laughs> and um, Jack LaLanne demonstrated his fitness when, uh, after doing this by grabbing onto two seats on the plane that they were on and hmm. lifting his, touching his toes to the roof of the cabin fucking at hell. 60 years old. So like the last thing he did was at age 65. Age 65, he towed 65 boats. Oh, that's oh, no, impressive. Sorry, sorry, age 70, he um, yeah, towed 70 boats with 70 people. So age 70 was towing 70 boats underwater while swimming. Because, like, did you see
1: the thing Tony Hawk did recently? Oh, he landed, like, his last 900 at, like, 50 or something. Wasn't even a 900. He was Only like, I've finally been able to do a 720 for the first time in years. And he's like... I just, I'm not as agile as I used to be. I just can't do it. And it's like, man, if, like, someone like Tony Hawk, who still, to this day, only like, does his fucking skateboard. Yeah. And he still is like, yeah, age does get to you. Like, you, there's no stopping it. Like, like, he invented I, my it. My joints just aren't what they are anymore. He invented
0: the 900. Yeah, He's, and he can't and he like, do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. But then you got, like, Jack LaLanne at age fucking 70. Towing seventy boats. God, seventy. He lived to ninety-five. It looks like ninety-five. It says here. Like, maybe maybe older than that. That's like the last thing listed on his website.
1: It is weird, isn't it? That okay, like man who is clearly excellently fit lived until he was ninety-five, and then you get some people who just like sat on their ass all their life and got to one hundred and ten, and it's like, okay, yeah. how does that work?
0: I just like that um, old joke tweet of if you live to age 100 um, and people like, start making shit up about hey, I you live so long I like, eat an entire pine cone per day. <laughs> just because fuck it. Now everyone's going to... Because people will try it if you do it, won't they? Yeah, yeah, they will, yeah. Uh, but um, I think though we've like more than covered like Mr. Jack Lalain, the absolute unit that was. God, yeah. It's like Joe Rolino who's like a strong man who lived at age 104 and do you know how he died at age 104? He got hit by a truck. Oof. And it didn't kill him because he still made it to the hospital, and he died three days later.
1: Oh, can man. you imagine
0: at 104 years old even surviving being hit by a truck? Yeah. Like you, th- you think most people at that age would just burst into flames just from like you know <laughs> the friction of the dust in their bones moving. Like that Just fast. looking at the truck killed them. God. But yeah, so we can do some Q and A now. So we have here. Da, 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 da. So I'm asking, can you do the splits? I don't know. How I'd do that on stream, but I'm wearing skinny jeans, so no. <laughs> As said, I, I used to be able to do it, but I can't anymore. Um, I try yeah. every now and again while doing my morning um, uh, stretches and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I'd say I get like—I'm trying to think what the angle would be. It's like that, maybe. Like,
1: like I'm I mean, nowhere that, near. That where. doesn't
0: help our audio yeah. listeners, can't Yeah, it doesn't, does it? Like, I'm gonna say it's nowhere. It's not very impressive.
1: Okay, yeah, fair. Because obviously it's not—it's not a skill I practice anymore. Yeah, well, that's I fair. I still enough, touch yeah. my toes though. And um, it looks like we might just have to stick to your questions because I've got a pretty dead stream at the moment.
0: Oh, no! People go so, to Lucas's
1: chat. Put exclamation yeah. point Lucas and go ask Lucas questions. Uh, you t- you continue to take it away, Carl.
0: No, because no one's asking any questions in mine. Despite the fact <laughs> there's, like, 80 people here and people are not asking questions, what's this about? The guy's, like, typed a sentence in, but he didn't put a, a question mark at the end. So I don't consider <laughs> that to be... A, I think it's just a statement. So I think you just put a statement, but it it framed like a question. What did if you it's think? It's not a
1: question mark at the end. It's not a fucking. It's question It's not a
0: question, but it's really weird. So I guess it's like, what did you think in the direct? Um, not much. I, I watched it after the fact. I went a lot of news. None of it really um, excites me.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things of like they had the weird bit where you kind of put up with it, like you know, you know, there's like those games where yeah, a small portion of the viewer base is going to enjoy this. Um, but I guess like this is kind of a niche game going into a montage of a couple of other niche games. Yeah. But it was that for 15 minutes. <laughs> and and that's the thing, like,
0: yeah, there's probably some games that I'm going to play, but I we've talked before that we really, really don't like buying into the hype culture, because it mm-hmm. leads to making silly mistakes like we did in this very podcast, yeah. and making wild assumptions that are incorrect.
1: And I will say, um, I'm excited to be able to play like Mario Golf, that speed golf version where it's like Mario Kart yeah, golf. It's like everyone tees off at the same time, and you all start like using power ups and sprinting towards your golf ball and stuff. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for
0: that level of. I want Mario Party style bullshit in my golf game.
1: Yeah, I really do, and it like, the moment that trailer started and it was, like, talking about, oh, you can scan the ground and the the line. And I was like, why are we getting into technical bullshit with Mario Golf? Like, where's the stupid stuff? And then it showed off that game, and I was like, yep,
0: yep, this yep. is what I want. I want the golfing equivalent of the blue shell. If I'm, like, five strokes behind, I want to be a call in the blue shell, which is just, it hits the ball in midair
1: and launches, like, a mile off course. Yeah, and that- I would, uh, I would really like it if, like, you know, uh, our friend group or whatever all end up getting Mario golf and we can have like a four player online match of that mode. Hell fuck it. With Nintendo Online as well. It's gonna be great. With Nintendo Online. So not only are you getting fucked over by the blue shell mode, you're getting fucked over by Nintendo Online. Is that like the only mode I'm playing? Yeah. Why even uh, bother putting I mean, in another I, mode? Like i try out the RPG whatever. Like that might be fun, but yeah I'm all down for speed golf. Like why even bother putting another mode when one mode has me fuck people up <laughs> yeah. while playing
0: golf like the most patient and technical of all games, bollocks to it, add randomness.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: They might uh, as well just start putting in multi-ball.
1: Yeah, why not? Because at the end of the day, there's already serious sports games. Like If I want a simulation of golf, like, there's already that option. Why put a Mario skin on just that? Exactly, yeah. Give me the bullshit. Yeah. And that's what I want. Definitely. But yeah, the rest of the just a constantness of, like, eh. Eh. And it's it's not bad, it's just they brought back a Nintendo Direct that lasted 50 minutes. It was the first one at 18 months, and they didn't really have, like, that thing to tune in for. No, they did did they did it feel like they had, like, a year's worth of stuff built up? Not particularly now. No, and I'm assuming that this will hopefully tee us up for one in, like, June or July where they talk about the stuff coming in Later in the year, that's a bit more hype. But you, n- you really don't know with how much like lockdown's affected the development of games and stuff. It might just be the year of we don't really get anything. Yeah, which is understandable. Like, never yeah. forget that legendary hot take of, huh,
0: Nintendo's not announced a lot this year. Can anyone think of a reason for that? So, yeah, <laughs> the global <laughs> pandemic
1: ravaging the Earth, moron. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Any, qu- any
0: questions on your end?
1: Yeah, I guess, like this kind of leads into something else of, like, what is something from your childhood that you are still nostalgic for? Ah, uh,
0: a lot of the things, really. And yeah. uh, most of them I'd like to think hold up. Because I'd like to think young Carl had good taste. <laughs> like, games-wise, there's, like, there are those silly games that I played, like Bloody Raw, um, yeah. Wild, uh, Wild 9, uh, Vigilante 8. Like, bring back car combat games, man. Well, I, f- I miss car
1: combat. It's weird because... Uh... Like, people, they were talking about the fact that, uh, like, Twisted Metal TV shows in the works now. Where's the, like, a TV show based on a the TV game that a... TV show.
0: They've had a new game in, like, ten years.
1: And it's like, you're not... I mean, I guess this might be leading up to the announcement of a new game, but, like, but it's the PS3 Twisted show. Metal was real bad. And you haven't released one since, and now you want a fucking TV show
0: of it. What? And, you know, it's going to be a shitty tie-in one where they've got to, like, get the likenesses of the people on the show,
1: and it's going to cost more than the actual, like, you know... Um, engine they put on it it's like oh god damn it yeah i never have much hope for any like video game adaptation whether it be like tv or um movies really like the the best one in recent times is i mean probably castlevania and that was an
0: anime it's like we've got what is it that borderlands movie that's being announced and it's like that already looks like it's a steaming pile of shit
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin
0: Hart being cast as Roland, the straight man. Comedian Kevin Hart playing the straight man, Roland.
1: Yeah. And, like, there's all the casting choices where it's like, oh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. That makes sense. That I makes sense to me.
0: But... I'm hoping she's a huge fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. She's got exactly. the
1: haircut for it, hasn't she? Like Jamie Lee Curtis has, like, famously had,
0: like, you know, basically just the short, cropped uh, tomboy haircut, like, her entire fucking career.
1: Yeah, and, like, literally the same that Tannis has in Baldur's too, 2, but, um, yeah, like, it's just a, a weird thing, isn't it, with um, video game adaptations, but, like, going back to the question, like, something, yeah, something I'm nostalgic, nostalgic for. for, is just, like, yeah, mainly, as people can probably tell, a lot of old video games, Um, you know, things like the uh, Super Mario Bros., like, 1, 2, 3, World, I played that all Stars was the first game I ever remember playing yeah. on the SNES. And I have a lot of nostalgia for that. But, yeah, like, it's really depressing that so many of those games I have nostalgia for are really difficult to play.
0: Yeah, and, uh, like, it's even uh, worse for me because the games that I am nostalgic for, no one gives a fuck about them. So they're never <laughs> getting remastered. They're never going raw, rem-
1: Carl. I think that's just... It's yeah. stuck...
0: It's stuck, Carl. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're never remastering Bloody Raw 2 for PlayStation 1. <laughs>
1: and, it, and every passing day, it gets harder and harder to track down. Like, they're never going to remaster that shit. And I was really upset because I was um, listening to a podcast today where they were talking about like a crazy taxi game esque game that came out that was like a bit shit. And I was like, oh, right, okay, that's a shame. And then I thought, oh, man. Like maybe Carl and I could just spend an hour playing like Simpsons Road Rage for our channel, like for my channel, and then looked. Oh, it does like Xbox have backwards compatibility? No. Like, do I have anything to connect it to, like record for it? It's like, not no. really. And it's it's such a shame because there's so many games I would love for us to be able to play together but we for our like channel or for streaming or whatever. It's like, it's just really hard to capture those devices. It costs so much money to get the equipment to do it as well. Yeah, to the it's point like where it's, it's it's really not worth it. No, it's it's not worth it for a twenty-minute video of us playing Simpsons Road Rage. Like, it's, at that point, it's just not worth it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the that the the harsh clinical look at um, uh, just making content of if it's not making your money, it's not worth investing your time into, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and I just I wish that. There were more things like what Xbox is doing, where it's, yeah, that game from 20 years ago will work, but obviously, as I've just pointed out, with the original Xbox games, like when I looked, it's only still like 40 titles. Yeah, Barbie horse adventure. <laughs> it's I like, think there is, there is, is like a Barbie game that still works. Star
0: Wars. Yeah. is that great? But there is, like, a Barbie game. I think that has worked consistently since the Xbox 360 days. <laughs> and it's, like, been a meme of, like, you can't play, like, Halo 2, but you can play fucking Barbie Horse Adventure as much as you want. And <laughs> uh, then we've got one on mine. Any plans to expand the Fact Fiend live events? Yeah. I don't really know what more. life, We've already, like, discussed it to death, really. And just talking about it makes me really depressed.
1: Yeah, and, like, we're in a lockdown, so we can't do any of that stuff right now.
0: Yeah. It's like uh, every time we talk about it, it's like, yeah, it just makes me really um, just hanker for the ability to go out. It's like every time we stream. Like mm. you the other day just accidentally mentioned West Street Live and we're like, yeah, West Street Live. Oh, <laughs> oh God, no. We're so obsessed. We, we're, it's, it's in the mind at all times. It is, it is. Just the urge, the allure. The allure of the pint is living
1: rent-free in my head and I'm so upset. <laughs> the allure of that ice-cold pint, man. It's one of those things, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we can have a pint at home, but it's not the same as like meeting up with your mates and all having a pint together. But yeah, it's a shame. It is, it is. And you got any questions in yours to close off? Uh, yeah, and I will say, like, I just always want to pit, point this kind of stuff out of, like, someone says, what do you guys think of Gina Carano getting fired from the Mandalorian? Fuck people like that. She's a bigot. Yeah, Like, piss off. I don't want her to have any sort of career. She can fuck right off. Did you see? Like she's
0: trying to frame it as like, I was cancelled for being conservative. It's like, oh, oh, what yeah. did you say? Oh, I told people that masks don't work. And then compared um, me being silenced or conservatives being like kicked off social media for spreading conspiracy theories um, to Jews being rounded up during the Holocaust. Oh, uh. uh is that a conservative view? <laughs> it's weird that you're admitting that.
1: Yeah. it's and like my own... There's a line between being conservative and just being a dickhead. Yeah, and it's weird that those lines
0: are so blurred now. hmm yeah. And the, the only thing I've really got to say to, about like, Gina, is it Carano. Yes, yeah. Uh, being kicked off sours is na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, nah, 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 whoa, get wrecked. It's like, fuck you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100% just... Fuck you, and the fact that the person willing to work with her after this is Ben Fucking Shapiro says it all. Yeah. Also known as like other giant bell end man who can't get wife wet.
0: <laughs> man who can uh, publicly admitted to being unable to get his doctor wife
1: wet. Yep, yeah, and said she told me it was fine, so but like, just can't.
0: But like, they're the best ones though, where. Like you look at the actual things that were said. It's like, oh, what are you doing? I was spreading anti-mask conspiracy theories and then saying that um, the Democrats stole the election. Oh, so consp- like, basically you were just saying things that are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Wrong and offensive and mm-hmm. actively endangering human life. Okay, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. But then you frame it as, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? I can't shit on the floor. <laughs> That's what it, It's the one I always say, isn't it, of... It's the equivalent of like someone walking to a McDonald's and shitting on the floor, being asked mm. to leave. What? where in the rules it say, I can't shit on the floor? No yeah. one told me I can't shit on the floor. You are cancelling lovely? me for shitting on the floor. I will not have this. We My didn't views think are being... anyone needed to be told to not shit on the fucking floor. So imagine like you're sat in a, a theatre... And you just start screaming out. 9-11 was an inside job at the top of your lungs for half an hour. <laughs> and after half an hour, like you, and the thing is, like the, the usher comes up and he asks you, like, can you please be quiet? Yeah. And the usher asks you like five times. And then after the sixth time, like they very begrudgingly just ask you politely to leave. Mm. And they're not forcing you to leave. It's just they ask you to leave and you feel shame to leave because everyone there is like, we don't want to listen to you anymore. And then you get outside (laughs) and then you just continue screaming
1: outside about how you were treated
0: unfairly. That's, Oh
1: God, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that situation other than fuck her. My uh, favourite, what I hope is, I'm
0: waiting, because obviously they've got to write a character out of the show. And I hope, I hope to fucking God, they just say that her character died off screen
1: for a preventable
0: <laughs> disease because she didn't wear a mask. <laughs> just have the Mandalorian just say, huh, why, did, why wouldn't she wear a mask? She hangs out with me. It's not a big <laughs> deal. I wear a mask all the time. Uh, you know it's not going to happen because Disney haven't got the balls to do it, but I would fucking had. love if they did that. That would be incredible, yeah. If they just say she died off screen because she didn't wear a mask. <laughs> Literally, oh, just put, just say she died on her way back to her home planet. <laughs> She's a shit actress, anyway.
1: Fuck her. Fair enough. She's the worst part of that show. Yeah, yeah. She's a complete
0: charisma black hole. Oh god.
1: But yeah, I don't know if you've got any uh, other questions on your end.
0: Uh, no, I think we can call it there because obviously you've got to, like edit this and stuff, and we've got. I you know, do yes.
1: Stuff. I have to edit before the next stream. You do yes. So uh, yeah, we can close off. Just Lucas, where can people find more things from you? Yeah, well, people can find me at Legend of Kanto here on Twitch, people watching, and uh, over on my YouTube channel as well. I'm also Legend of Kanto there. Just, yeah, normally either podcasting on this or doing dumb gaming stuff. Yeah.